0: to grace notes. In the beginning of time, man was created in the image and likeness of God. The glory of God resided in him until he turned away from God. According to Romans 3:23, from that point on, all of mankind has fallen short of the glory of God. Only through the redemptive work of Jesus, God's son, can this glory be regained in the heart of man. Jesus came to earth, died on the cross, and rose from the grave proving he is God, because no man can raise himself. In doing this, he paid the price for the transgression against God and provided cleansing from sin. What was done to Christ was beyond human forgiveness, but God used it to provide forgiveness for all who believe. Once we receive this free gift of salvation, we receive God's glory and in return can bring glory to God. We bring him glory by how we live, The mark of success in God's eyes is not in how much money we make or how famous we become. It's in how well we do what we were originally created to do, exalt, or bring glory to the name of the Lord. His name represents his character, all of who he is. The word Christian means little Christ. We are to exemplify Christ as we live out our lives. Before his crucifixion, Jesus prayed to his father. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. We are to do the same. On our Grace Notes program today, Barbara Sandbeck will tell us the story of a successful biblical character, Joseph, who vividly demonstrated how important forgiveness is in achieving success. But before she does, let's join with her in worship and adoration of the Lord our God.
1: We will come Kings we will glorify the lamb we will glorify the Lord of lord here.
2: are many factors that contribute to making us successful but none more important than attitude attitude will make or break us especially our attitude toward forgiveness an unwillingness to forgive is a stumbling block to successful living this is because it affects us in all areas of life spiritually physically and emotionally on a spiritual level harboring unforgiveness hinders an intimate relationship with god god commands us to forgive it's not an option Colossians 3.13 says, Bear with each other and forgive one another, if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And again in Ephesians 4.32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. When we withhold forgiveness, we are in direct violation of God's will for us, so we naturally pull away from God. That's not a good place to be. He cannot bless Disobedience. On a physical level, the stress from reliving the offense in our mind can cause illnesses, which oftentimes doctors can't even pinpoint. Dr. Don Colbert says one of the secret causes of stress plaguing millions of people is unforgiveness. In fact, many health experts refer to it as deadly emotions. On an emotional level, we are not able to act and react properly toward others. We may lash out at the minutest of things without even realizing why we are doing it. The Bible explains this in Luke six forty-five b It says, The mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Let's look at an example. When we make stew, we start by cutting up some tasty ingredients, then add seasoning and simmer away until the liquid forms a gravy and the seasonings permeate the mixture. Boy, does it smell and taste great! Works for food, but when we stew over wrongs, adding up all the offenses, it permeates our mind and soul and turns us bitter. We will all be offended, hurt, overlooked, and or mistreated in our lifetime, even by people we don't expect to treat us this way, friends, family, even fellow believers. How we handle this is key to our future success. I read again the story of Joseph in Genesis starting at chapter 37 and I gleaned a different message from it this time. Oh yes, we all love the line where Joseph says to his brothers, you meant this treatment for evil but God used it for good. But this time it hit me that it is also an incredible story of forgiveness. While Joseph had every reason to harbor bad feelings toward a lot of people in his life, his brothers were jealous of him and wanted to kill him. But instead they sold him as a slave to get rid of him. He could have stewed about this. He had lots of time to plot revenge, but instead he was productive in his work as a slave. Listen to what happened as recorded in Genesis 39, 2 through 6. It says, The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found a favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household, and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Well, the wife of Potiphar set out to seduce him, but he wouldn't betray his boss and dishonor God. So when he refused, she set him up and got him thrown in prison. He could have spent as many days imagining how he would retaliate if he could, but he didn't. Again, the Lord was with Joseph. Verses 20-23 through read, While Joseph was there in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison, and he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care, because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Oh, I love that part. Joseph interpreted dreams for two prisoners who were to be released. He asked them to remember him to Pharaoh. One of the prisoners was killed, but the other one who was pardoned forgot Joseph for two more years. Did Joseph hold a grudge? No. He was truly a forgiving man. The end result of thirteen years in bondage was that he was given the chance to interpret Pharaoh's dreams and was then elevated to the highest ruler in the whole land of Egypt aside from Pharaoh himself. You see, Joseph didn't waste his time on offenses. He saw a bigger picture. He had a goal to glorify God wherever he was and in whatever he did. Because of his attitude, everyone he came into contact with was blessed, and he ultimately was blessed. And God used his time in bondage to show him how to be an understanding leader. If we are going to succeed we need to keep our focus on what really matters, what we were created for, and that is to honor God in everything. Romans 5, 5 5-6 so beautifully states it, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you harboring unforgiveness? Oh, don't let the ashes of the past dictate your future. Listen to this poem. I'm living through stained glass windows. That's just how my life goes, tainted by hurts and sorrows from the past. Can't rise above unforgiveness for the things that I've missed, longing for satisfaction that will last. Then Jesus said, I'll help you. Brushed away those dark hues, painted Calvary's cross upon a hill. He said, I gave forgiveness so that you could find rest. Enter now into my Father's will. Now I'm living without the shadows, free from all of my foes. Colored my heart of blackness with pure white. He showed me his forgiveness. How can I then give less? gave me eyes to see life in His light. Are you living through stained-glass windows? Why not open all of your heart's doors and let God clean house? You won't regret it.
1: Let the Savior in There are many rooms Where we would visit now and then But then one day he saw that door I knew the day come too soon I said, Jesus, I'm not ready For us to visit in that room that's a place in- we
0: been listening to grace notes if this ministry has blessed you contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com join us on our next program and until then let your grace notes be a song of praise